the Feast of Solemnity of Christ, King of the Universe. Today is a very special day. As I said, it is the great solemnity of Christ the King of the Universe. This is a day in which we as Catholics honor the all-embracing authority of Christ as King and Lord. Here at St. Peter Parish, there are many ways that we show our love and thanksgiving for Christ as our King. After this Mass, we are privileged to continue one of our traditions as we celebrate the 26th annual St. Peter Parish Christ the King Eucharistic Procession. For those worshiping with us today as a visitor or as a new parishioner, we invite you in a very special way to join our procession as the abundant graces from Jesus our King are poured out to us. May our love and thanksgiving for our King of Kings be evident in a particular way today here at St. Peter Parish as we enter into this great feast, the Solemnity of Christ, King of the Universe. Our celebrant today is Father Daniel. He is assisted by Deacon Dennis. We are mindful to check our cell phones, that they're on silent or off. If you wish to follow the readings in the Missalette, they can be found on page 61, Solemnity of Our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe, 61. And our opening hymn is in the red hymn book, number 563, At the Name of Jesus Every Knee Shall Bow. In the red hymn book, number 563. Please stand as we begin this great celebration.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, bear with you all. And with your spirit. We gather together to acclaim Christ as the King of the universe. To celebrate this place to mark the end of the liturgical year. And also the week of Thanksgiving. To remember the many blessings we've received from God. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we come before his throne of majesty, we also recognize that we are sinners in need of his mercy and strength. And so we bow our heads and make our confessions. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I've done and what I have failed to do through my fault through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask the Blessed Mary of the Virgin, all the angels and saints, and to you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to life everlasting. Amen.
Almighty, our living God, whose will it is to restore all things, and you are beloved Son, the King of the universe, grant, we pray, that the whole creation set free from slavery may rent to your majesty's service and ceaselessly proclaim your praise to our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. reading from the book of the prophet Daniel. As the visions during the night continued, I saw one like the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven. When he reached the Ancient One and was presented before him, the one like a son of man received dominion, glory, and kingship. All peoples, nations, and languages serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not be taken away. His kingship shall not be destroyed. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the book of Revelation. Jesus Christ is the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, who has made us into a kingdom priest for his God and Father, to him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming amid the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. All the peoples of the earth will lament him. Yes, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, the one who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. The word of the Lord.
according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Pilate said to Jesus, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this on your own, or have others told you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priest handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom did belong to this world, my attendants would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not here. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king. Jesus answered, You say I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, our sovereign King, who is the word of salvation? Of grace and knowledge do we bring, and thanks and adoration.
Amen. Amen. With this song, we acclaim Christ as the king of the universe, of course, the king of our lives, our individual lives, and the king of our powers. With the solemnity of today, Christ the King, we come to the end of the liturgical year B. Next Sunday, we begin a new year in the life of the church, year C. And we've come this far to reflect how the Lord has brought us through as we come to the end of the year, the liturgical year, and also uh, human life always come to the end. You remember in the, the Word of God in Psalm 24, reminds us the Lord is the earth and the fullness. The Lord and all its people. It is he, the Lord, who set it on the sea, on the waters, he made it firm. The Lord, the King of the universe. And in the same Psalm 24, I think verse 7, the word of God tells us, lift up your heads. Raise your heads high, O ye gates, and let him enter the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? It is the Lord, the mighty, the valiant in war. Psalm of today's Mass also highlights the Lord is King, enrobed in majesty. He has laid the foundation of the world so firm that all the nations acclaim him as the King of the universe. And it is something so beautiful that we are right now standing before the throne of his majesty, professing his kingship, his rulership over our lives. Just very briefly, this feast uh, was instituted by Pope Pius XI in 1925. Many of you know the history more than I do. After the World War I, many things going on in different nations and countries of the world at the time of Adolf Hitler, the time of Benito Mussolini and also Stalin. And many rulers and leaders were putting themselves as the measure of all things. You know, one of the philosophers we say, man is entwining himself to be the measure of all things. So we say with some of the political leaders, so the Pope was prompted to remind the whole world that Christ is still the king of the universe and that all leadership, all authorities, and all power comes from him. So in a document, that 1925, Quam Primus of Primus, he made a specific statement which is still relevant in our time, he says. Unless all individuals and all nations submit to the rule of the Savior, we can barely or relatively have lasting peace. Unless all individuals and all nations submit to the rule of Christ, the Savior, we can barely have peace. Unfortunately, you can see how we have refused to submit to the leadership or authority of Christ. And in refusing to submit, or to remove him from our spheres of life, we continue to experience the same thing of 1925, wars, conflict, violence still going on. However, today we are out to celebrate Christ the King and not to talk about the war. So it is about Christ as the King. You see in the Gospel, Pilate asked him, are you the King of the Jews? 
you recall all through his public ministry when individuals or even group wanted to make Christ the king, he withdrew from them and he never mentioned that he is a king. Rather, his work spoke for him. Pilate asked him, what have you done? They brought him to be condemned, to be crucified. What have you done? What have you done? And what did Jesus do all through his public ministry? The word of God tells us, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10, verse 38, Jesus Christ, anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit, went about doing good. That is what he did. And that is what he continues to do, even in our time. Luke summarized his mission in Luke chapter 4. Filled with the Holy Spirit, the Lord has come to give sight to the blind, to set prisoners free, to liberate the captive, and to proclaim his year of favor. That is the kingdom he has come or came to establish. And we share in this kingdom as his sons and daughters, as kings, as queens, and kings, so that this mission of his kingdom here on earth we continue with us. That is the kingdom that Christ has come to establish. And that is why he replied to Pilate and to all of us, my kingdom is not of this world. In the prayer of the Lord our Father, we pray, your kingdom come, already come in Christ and in us. So the kingdom is always coming where the bread is given to the hungry. The kingdom is always coming where we give clothes to those who are naked, the kingdom is always coming whenever we are kind, even with the little things that we say every day. That is the kingdom where Christ reigns, or we continue to reign. And he calls you and I to participate. That is the way we can say, he is the king of my heart, the king of my family, the king of our society, and of this parish. It is a kingdom of truth and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace, a kingdom of justice, love, and peace. These are characteristics that mark his kingdom, but I would like us just to take one out of it. He said, for this I was born, to witness to the truth. So it is about the truth of the kingdom Pilate asked him again, what is truth? If you go down the same gospel, what is truth? I ask you in the same question, we can reflect outside of this place, what is truth? Do you seek the truth? Have you found the truth? Are you interested in telling yourself the truth? What is truth? Is it a political category? How do we define it? There are so many theories of truth out there. But as individuals, what is truth? Do you care to know what is truth? Have you told yourself the truth about your lifestyle? Do you even care to discover the truth? The same question applies to you and I. The shortest psalm, Psalm 117, the truth of the Lord remains forever. Some versions will say his steadfastness, but it is his truth that remains forever. So, truth is not just a concept. It is not just an idea. Truth is a person. A person that once encountered, once we lived him, then he can set us free. You remember in John 8, 
The word of God tells us, only the truth will set you free. It is only when I discover this truth, telling myself this truth, then I will be made whole. I will be set free. I will be liberated. Only the truth will set me free. Of course, in his encounter with the Samaritan, the woman at the well, that in spirit and in truth, we can leave ourselves open to his rulership so that his kingdom will continue to reign on earth. And to tell ourselves the truth that this place, the world, is not our home. That is the truth of life. That is why St. Paul will call us in his letter to Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. Be not conformed to the standard of this world, like Christ we say, my kingdom is not of this world. St. Paul tells us, be not conformed because we have a lasting kingdom. Be not conformed to the standard of this world. Rather, by the renewal of your mind, the same renewal will open us to the truth that we need, that will help us in life. But through renewal of your mind, then we'll be configured to the truth, allowing this truth to set us free. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we come to acclaim Christ as the king of the universe, we ask him to continue to direct us as individuals, the truth about our families, the truth about our society, the truth about um, everything that we need to know so that um, we will serve him in sincerity of heart. May this be our prayer always for Christ our Lord. Amen. Before we continue, I'm going to invite Father Otis, our pastor. He has an announcement to make uh, to all of us. Father Otis, please. Thank you, Father Daniel. As, as y'all know, Father Dan had his surgery on Friday. He is still in recovery at this time. I went to visit him this afternoon, and uh, he's still in quite a bit of pain from his surgery. They don't know what, we just have to monitor that situation, see how his health progresses. And what they're doing is they're managing him as well. So he don't know quite long how he's gonna be in the hospital right now. That's still being evaluated. They're hoping that tomorrow they might be able to discharge him, but that's not yet definitive. So he's there as well. As you know, you heard as well, this is the end of our last, last Sunday of our liturgical year. Next Sunday we'll be preparing for Advent, and we have some books in the back of church on the table there for Advent and Christmas Reflection. If you'd like to get one of those books, we ask for a donation of two bucks to help us defray the cost of purchasing those books. You can see them, as I said, in the back of church there as well. Also, I have a notice I want to read at our Mass today. In chapter 3 of the book of Ecclesiastes, we are told that there is an appointed time for everything. When I was appointed by Archbishop Aitman to be pastor here on July the 1st, 2012, I knew that my days to serve you from that day forward were numbered according to God's plan. 
due to the lingering effects of my stroke, God is now calling me to leave St. Peter Parish beginning July 1st, 2022, to begin retirement. As I take these steps in my priestly vocation, I pray that this time will afford me the time for more reflection in prayer and spiritual reading as I prepare my soul for the appointed time when I will see God face to face. For all that has been accomplished during my time as pastor, I give glory to God. I will treasure that I have the opportunity to be this, in this spiritual journey with you here at St. Peter Parish for the past 10 years. The support and the encouragement of you will be one of my greatest gifts of remembrance. Your prayers have lightened the carrying of my cross. Thank you, St. Peter parishioners. I assure you that I will continue to serve you until my retirement <coughs> takes place. After a period of discernment, your next pastor will be announced in 2020 when the clergy assignments are made by Archbishop Amon. There is an appointed time for everything. May we, as a church and school community, be open to all that God has in store for us during this appointed time of transition and beyond. God bless. I want to once again thank you for all your support while I've been here as pastor. I truly appreciate your everything you've done for me and the ways that we've done moving forward in our parish. Thank you. Continue to thank God for Father Otis for his many years of dedication to the church. And we pray, continue to pray that Christ the high priest, wherever the path leads him, we continue to guide and be with him always. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. May we now confess our faith. I believe in one God. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born from the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified in the Pontius Pilate. He suffered the death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with his scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to death, living in the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, 
who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is the Lord and glorified, who has spoken to the cross. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess from baptism for the forgiveness of sins, for to the resurrection of the dead, and the life of the world to come. The crucified Lord is the faithful witness to the reign of God in this world. In his most sacred name, may we offer our prayers to the God of majesty. Our response is, Lord, hear our prayer. For the church, that it lead all peoples and nations to serve Jesus Christ the King, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations and governments, that God's truth shapes their policies and actions for the good of all, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For struggling families, for strained marriages, for those whose lives are devastated by sickness or poverty, and for all who need our prayers, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For families who have suffered the loss of a child, that Christ may be their support and that they may find new hope in the midst of suffering, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our faithful departed ones, especially Calvin Joseph Mosby and those listed on the table of remembrance, that Jesus may remember them now that he has come into his glorious kingdom, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And through the intercession of Our Lady of Prompt Succor, we'll be spared further damage to life and property during this hurricane season. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear our and for Butch Little, for whom this Mass is being offered, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our Together, now, let's say our family prayer. Loving and faithful, and faithful God, God, through the years, the, years the people of our diocese have appreciated the prayers and love of Our Lady of Suffering in times of war, disaster, epidemic, and illness. We come to you, Father, with Mary, our mother, and ask you to help us in the battle of the day against violence, murder, and racism. We implore you to give us your wisdom that we may build a community founded on the values of Jesus, which gives respect to the life and dignity of all people. Bless parents that they may form their children in faith. Bless and protect our youth that they may be peacemakers of our time. Give consolation to those who have lost loved ones through violence. Hear our prayer and give us the perseverance to be a voice for life and human dignity in our community. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Our Lady of Prompt Succor, hasten to help us. Mother Henriette de Lille, pray for us that we may be a holy family. Again, our second collection is for the Catholic Campaign for Human Development. We thank you for your generosity. Okay, I'll here, huh? 
Set 
Well, my dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. As we offer you, O Lord, the sacrifice by which the human race is reconciled to you, we humbly pray that your Son himself may bestow on all the nations the gift of unity and peace through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. for a right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give your thanks Lord Holy Father Almighty and Eternal God for your anointed your only begotten Son our Lord Jesus Christ with the oil of gladness as eternal priest and King of all creation, so that by offering himself on the altar of the cross as a spotless sacrifice to bring us peace, he might accomplish the mysteries of human redemption and making all created things subject to his rule, he might present to the ministry of your majesty an eternal and universal kingdom, a kingdom of truth and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace, 
a kingdom of justice, love, and peace. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we are clear. Merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, His Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to God, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, Gregory, our Bishop and all those who holding on to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants. And all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them, we offer you the sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves, and all who are dear to them for the redemption of their souls in hope of health and well-being and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever Virgin Mary, mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, you blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, Jane, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Clitus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John, and Paul, Cosmos, and Damien, and all your sins. We ask that through their merits and prayers in all things, we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family, order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread, 
in his holy and venerable hands. And with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Archipiter, et manducate, ex elp omnes, hic es enin corpus merum, quod proverbis tradator. Similar more postquam chanatum est, archipiens calicem, iterum gracias, agent fregit dedit disciplis reditens, archipiter, et bibiter, ex eur omnes, hic est enim calis sanguinis mei, novi eterni testamenti, qui proverbis et promotus a fundator in remissionem peccatorum. Hoc facite in meam commemorationem. The mystery of faith. As we celebrate the memorial of the blessed person, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants, and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gift you've given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gift of your servant, Abel the Just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest, Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask your mighty God, command that this gift be borne by the hands of your holy angels to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember, Lord, your servants, 
who have gone before us with a sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, in all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some cheer and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your sins. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon, through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Perhaps who met Kumnipso at Kenehipso, a Tibido Patriomnipotenti, and Unitate Spiritus Santus, Omnis Honor et Gloria, Peromnia Secula Seculor. Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say. us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold him, Jesus, the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
Let us pray. Having received the food of immortality, O Lord, we pray that glorying in obedience to the commands of Christ, the King of the universe, we may live with him eternally in his heavenly kingdom, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Just a reminder, on Thursday, Thanksgiving, we have 6.30 Mass and 8.30 Mass, and we hope you will be uh, there to begin the day of Thanksgiving gratitude with the sacrifice of Mass. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, the Mass is ended. We are going to begin the Eucharistic procession immediately. 